Hello, friends and fellow adventurers. Welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue Blood Lords. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord, where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of those that are Lich Level and above. Rock Jedi, Wolf, Blood in a Slump, Thunder Mammoth, The Trevor Project, Das Chris, Fizzgig, AC Goldner, Eric R, Optus Chrissy, Great Pastor there, Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, Mercutio, Angel Shadow Art, Sirendin, The Necromancer Forever, Doc Holiday, Corey, Robert T, Jason K, Dicky Lopez, Bobs and Dugda, Rickety Rope Bridge, Alex K, Doma Elaka, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Argoon's Long Lost Elbow, Fig Tears, Zach S, Jamie H, Mr. Turtle, Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W, Pickle, Mr. Grimm, Fire Down, M54 Ewas, Jameson S, Eric R, plus two four. Seven of Whacking, George F., I'm Not a Robot, Leo Hart, Hard Hard Har, Witch Hunter, Jeremy D., Matthew M., Scott E., Progeny of Cuchu Lane, Liz Giggles, Calistria Specialty, Brendan K., Gringus Maximus, Andrew G., Evan Flames, Booming Thunder, and Henry. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of Session 37. We've defeated DeCrozia and decide to flee pack Ged for a few days, just to let everything cool down. When we return, Shroud has things more or less in order. We negotiate a bit more and head out. We make our way to Eled and do some buying and selling, combined with gathering some information. Poorly. We do learn that a mummy named Bloodlord Hake Kajet runs this city. We follow our only lead and head to the Twilight Castrum. Turns out, Haldoli is already there. She introduces us to two other Bloodlords. One is a white who is short on words. The other is a very handsome vampire. Their names are Kirill and Zithmi, respectively. Kirill suggests we sit in on one of Death Nama's classes. We agree. We spend a couple weeks researching and being social. We then go see Bloodlord Kirill and play a game. Next, we plan to go see Bloodlord Zithni. So, I suppose uh, you would be able to go to uh, Harrow House, which is where Zithni lives. He's at the very top of Harrow House. He's in the hotel's best suite of rooms on the top floor. He sleeps most days, obviously. But as you go to his room and knock on his door, is it just Lucan? Is this after? Is it, this is after the party? Uh, no, these would be the rolls up into up to the party. Oh, then I I would guess I would be there. Is everybody going to the party? I'm not following up to the room. It'll be fun. No, this is before the party even starts. This is just to like be like, oh hey, oh, no, it, I, this is the this is the original. You guys hit me up when the drinking starts. <laughs> Tell them what bar to meet you. Yeah, right. <laughs> As you all go to the house, uh, to to his like suite of rooms, he actually has two servants that uh, would answer the door. Uh, one, Ritra, a female orc, in like a tuxedo, and uh, Luthal is a male elf who is wearing a maid outfit, like a French maid outfit. As they open the door, Ritra is putting Zithni's coat on. Ah, oh, just in time. Do try to keep up as we go. Sorry, um, yes. Hi, Bloodlord Zithni again. Good, yes, but now that you're here, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I'll be wearing my, my fanciest, nicest party clothes. And as he's like, he'll like practically, sp- he's not sprinting, but he's a quick walker. And, and he's going, do try to keep up. It'll impress the celebrants if you can. So he takes you to the first place. So here's how this works. 
from a you guys rolling dice perspective. He's going to take you to a couple of different locations. At each location, you can indulge in Zithni's venture, throw yourself into the hedonism, and if you do, you make a fortitude save, and depending on your success is where you end up. Fortitude save. Then you have the option to abstain from the particular indulgence. And if you do, you still ha- you have to make like a deception, a diplomacy, or an intimidation check to like convince him to keep you on as you move forward. Got it. All right, first hedonism. Let's go. What is it? First hedonism is a vat of blood with a huge feast hall. So it's like this uh, this giant Ergothoan feast cafeteria almost. Hell yeah. Everything is big, and it's way overboard. And there's food for humans. There's vats of blood. Food for humans. (laughs) Rotting brains and flesh and other things of that nature. The ghouls. Anybody who wants to indulge, you're not here to just nibble at the edges. You're here to indulge. Oh, I will indulge. But I'm like a vampire. Like, shouldn't drinking blood, like, fortify me? This is how I get a bonus for the rest of the night, right? It's like I'm not gonna (laughs) go drinking on an empty stomach. Nah, you're going to get a little too much, right? That's always the point. Just a little too much. It's overindulging. I overindulge like a monster. I get a 30 fortitude save. 25. Lucan and Shara succeed. Kicks and Arius abstaining. What are we drinking? Blood? No, no. You get to eat food. Oh, as dude, much food as you can. You're you're at Old Country Buffet. What do we need? Like a, a performance fortitude, check? Fortitude Here say. you go. Yeah, going hard. Twelve to perform. No, you're no, no, fortitude. Fortitude. Oh no. Uh, I'm sixteen. Sixteen's too fast and throws up. <laughs> That's like Spencer does. Fuck. <laughs> Oh man! All right, uh, kicks. You're drained one as you fail as you go on for the rest of the night. Good thing I got fast recovery. <laughs> Arius is just bored. Do you not indulge? Arius goes on. Arius does not indulge, but he doesn't have anywhere else to go, so he's just kind of sitting there, like <laughs> pouting. You get a lame check, brah. You get so you get to either make a deception check, a diplomacy check, or an intimidation check. Intimidation. I intimidate. Do not do this. Leave me alone. Someone asked me to do some drugs or something, and I just stare them down like, "Fuck you." No. Fuck you just recite the dare program. <laughs> Thirty-two. And he critically fucking succeeds. So, uh, Bloodlord Zithni comes up to you and says, Oh, Arius, there's bones everywhere. Just dive I in. I glare at a mid-sentence and just turn turn away. Oh. You're gonna get every- you're gonna ruin everything for us. I like- I like having you around. The big, angry, scary skeleton. Look at the sword you're carrying. Mm, you lend gravitas to the entire group. Keep doing what you're doing. And, uh... You critically succeed. <laughs> uh, in fact, at a later point, he'll say, if you need to know anything about anybody in particular in Eled, I have my fingers in a lot of gossip. You get to ask him one question about any NPC in Eled. Don't have to cash it in now. You can do it later. David, note that. Okay. I, I won't remember it. <laughs> that might be helpful for the party. 
Arius gets to cash in one free question to Zithni about an NPC in Eled. I doubt I'm going to care about any NPCs, so that's going to be a party question. Could be Burline, could be Chiral, could be Steven down the at the shop. Guy at the shop. Zithni knows a lot of people. But does he know himself? Tell me about you, Zithni! <laughs> anyway. uh, after the drug den, dear, come. <laughs> next, next you go to... A dr- I'm trying to think of a good undead drug den business name. And it's, I've been trying to think about that one. They didn't provide one? No, they didn't. They didn't. Not, in, not particularly, no. Paizo, do more drugs. Two more drugs. <laughs> Grave dust. Grave Ghoul's dust. Gambit. Ghoul's Gambit. That's so fun. It takes you to a, uh, yeah, dr- basically to a drug den. Who wants to indulge in the drugs? Of course. Fortitude save? Yeah, fortitude save. The DC increases by two. I get a 31. But you continue to impress. I say, we don't really know what the original DC was. You don't. Oh, oh no. Share 16. Oh, two. I don't have any hero points left, so I guess that is what it is. Well, I have to continue to intimidate. Just gonna do it again. Mm. Is that a success? That is a success. Okay, I'll save my hero. Zithni still still loves loves your vibe. Shara, you're drained one now. You and Kix both. I deserved it. So. <laughs> Now, now Kix is just going from one place to the other. Going, oh, <laughs> ate too much. Aris is just like dragging him behind him. <laughs> uh, let's see who didn't roll. I feel like Kix. did we get everybody in that? Oh, did we do another fortitude? Sorry. Yeah. All right, well, hold on. Are you doing drugs or are you abstaining? Fucking let's. I'm fucking. <laughs> I lost the game. I'm fucking. Let's go. Not what Jesus. <laughs> Poor Kicks. Kicks just OD. <laughs> Becoming a lich sooner than you thought. Kicks critically failed. We have to resuscitate him. Okay, Drugs. Okay. Uh, a- at least the, cler- the cleric's dragging you around. I'm sure the cleric can help you. Is this going to kill my character? I will No, re-roll. absolutely not. The, the critical <laughs> failure is you. your drain value increases by one, and you are lost. For the night. You can't participate in any more of the activities because you're stuck at the drug house. <laughs> All right. We'll come pick him up on our way back through. It's fine. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> We're going to come back. He's going to be robbed. Just like we take all the valuable items off of you just in case. Oh, God. All those nice clothes <laughs> they, I They bought. steal all of his nice clothes. <laughs> you find him. He's in his underwear. <laughs> oh, man. It's just me. Years are getting hot in here, guys. <laughs> One of his tiefling horns is missing. That'll go back, right? <laughs> Somebody just saws it off. <laughs> Takes it for a prize. Okay, so the evening is divided into five ventures. So we're about oh, to go God. into the third. Right, third. Let's five. do this. Five. Holy crap. Yeah, five. Okay. What's what's another hedonistic thing that could happen in an undead metropolis? A hunt. A hunt for the quick. A hunt. A quick hunt in a big warehouse. Yes. Come divided on. Divided into great. a maze. Yep. All right. That's it's sweet. like that's laser sweet. tag. I like that. But evil. I intimidate to join this shit. I actually want to join a hunt. <laughs> And, and t- I coerce them to let me join. You know what? It, this would be the fortitude save is to just like like not getting worn out. You know, 
Yeah, that's basically what it is. You're watching gruesome displays of entertainment. Right now, it's like, you know, the third hedonistic thing in a row. This is four hours in, and you're going to do another two hours. Just imagine this is like we're stuffed and wasted, and we're like trying to hunt down some humans. This is great. All right, fortitude save incoming. Looks like Shara didn't really, that didn't go very well for Shara. I am nailing this night so good. Fuck, you are actually. I've got a plus like 14 and I just cannot roll. Ah, Arius fails. It's not good with mazes. No. No, refuses. That is a success. That's There's a success my hero for, point. That's a success for you. I'm not failing you. the fortitude save at hunting humans. Like, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> this is actually really funny. It's a, it's a success for you because this is your first time indulging. The DC gets harder every time you indulge. Let's see. Lucan succeeded. Sheriff failed. And Kix is lost. Kix is, Kix is back at the opium den. All right, so let's go into the fourth the fourth one. Um, hmm. It's just a rave. We're just dancing. Yeah, there we go. Let's do a dancing rave. Yep. So fortitude save if you want, or deception, diplomacy, or intimidation. I'm intimidating on this one, because no. Thanks. Mm! My intimidating prowess is I do intimidating dance. <laughs> no, Shara. Shara well, can't dance. Shara <laughs> gets lost in the dance floor. <laughs> you can come back to the drug den. <laughs> um, Shara crits fails. Uh, gets lost somewhere along the way. Arius actually. With a 22, you fail your your intimidation. Yeah, I would um, love to see why you get a plus one from your resilient full plate. <laughs> For dancing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Shara's gone. Now it's just Arius, Lucan, and Zithni. What happens after my failure on intimidating? Well, for right now, the DC of your next check increases by two. Zithni just thinks you're lame. Yeah, basically. You just can't dance. All right, what's the last one? Last one. Something hedonistic as, like, just before dawn. Gotta be the pinnacle of the night. That's an orgy. That's what I was gonna two, say. Two, vampire, two vampires seeing how long they can stay out in the sun. And just let them run back in. I, honestly, like, just, just, just a big vampire orgy sounds about right. I mean, like... Maybe just an orgy to end the night. Yeah, yeah. Just the yeah. last thing is an orgy. And, uh... Arius makes his intimidation check to not join in. <laughs> Basically. How would he just... He just collapses and you guys use his bones for stuff? Ooh, that could be fun. Oh, yeah, we're gonna pet If you want to participate, <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah, like I'm on too many drugs, I can't get it up. Let's just use Arius's thigh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, yeah. I'm making fortitude save to show I can still do this. You ready? I, okay, real quick before you do this, you're this is your fifth one. It's increased from a twenty-three, and now it is going to be a thirty-one. A thirty-one. Some goddamn it kicks. Where are you to give me guidance on this sex vest? He's ODing in some drug den. <laughs> damn it! All right, he's literally being resuscitated as we speak. Yeah, Shira's still dancing. Didn't notice that you guys left. Shira's still there. I got a twenty-two. All right, I use my hero point. I use my hero point. <sighs> no, I don't. I don't make it through. You do fail to get it up. Jesus. Yep. Dude. Yep. <laughs> I fail. Critically fail, even with a nat one. Got a little whiskey dick. I guess That's so. Disappointing. <laughs> Out of curiosity, what's my DC for 
fortitude for you, this for would be... No, intimidation, because I'm not participating in an orgy. Oh, right now a 25. Especially when I get a 34. 34, yeah. Yeah, you succeed. For some reason, everybody just loves you. He's Arius, he's great. Look at the guy. Red glowing <laughs> eyes. Dangerous demeanor. Huge sword. Fuck you attitude. A pocket full of bones. <laughs> Looking at the end of the night. Still uh, can't get it up. Zithni. It was fun. Maybe next time we take it a little easy. Where were his checks? Yeah, where were his see checks? how well he did. <laughs> hey, if he succeeds this last one, that's fine by me. I'm verse. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have to. He doesn't oh, yeah. have to, of course. No. At the end of the night, he does end up coming back through just before dawn, because technically technically Lucan is lost in the orgy. <laughs> That's it, I just get lost. <laughs> With a critical failure, you get lost in the orgy. Not that you couldn't get it up, you just get lost in it. Zithni finishes off the night. <laughs> I just imagine Lucan, where'd he go? It's alright, I'm having a good time. I'm still high on drugs. Yeah, exactly. He heads back to the drug house where Kix is. Just before dawn, he wakes Kix up and kind of smacks him a couple of times. Kick, hey, hey, wake up. Wake up. Ah, let me do more drugs. <laughs> nope, nope. Wipes the vomit off his face. <laughs> Gross. Let's get you out of here. Let's get you out of here. You know, that was a quick fail. Like, I did not do well here. You didn't do the greatest, but... You showed spunk. <laughs> I really like Lucan. I really like Lucan, and I'd like to see him again. So I'm going to pull you out of this den, since he seems to like you for some reason, and give you this. And he gives you a an Aeon Stone, a clear spindle Aeon Stone. Uh, you don't need to eat or drink with the stone when it's invested by you. Nice. He gave it to Kix because he's the only living one in the group. That makes sense. It just so happens that Kick fulfilled the two very specific requirements for getting items from these bloodlords, and he got <laughs> both of them. <laughs> What's the other one? Just being, being alive. alive. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cher is technically living. Oh, Cher is living? I think we already, I think we already discussed this, that Cher yeah. is technically living. Oh, yeah, that's right. Rock, paper, scissors. It would end up going to Shara then, probably. Clear spindle Aeon stone. Yeah, I like eating. Wait, what is it for? You don't have to eat or drink. I love those things. Yeah, but I'm an Ergothoan. I wouldn't want it either. I wouldn't. All right. Uh, I guess I don't love to eat or drink that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kix, now you don't have to worry about, like... Indulgence is part of my religion. What is up with my characters not having to eat? <laughs> Except Jeb just could do it. Eat rocks. Eat rocks. Ate, na ate nature. Ate the air itself. Jeb could just squeeze rocks and get mana from it or something. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Bloodlord Zithni pulls you out of the drug den, takes you back to... He doesn't know where your hotel is. <laughs> Kix doesn't know either. <laughs> he, just, he just drops you outside of uh, outside of Haldoli's door and walks away. Kix tries tapping into the demon to help him out. <laughs> uh, actually, as soon as Kix gets dropped in front of uh, Haldoli's door and Zithni walks away, the entity stands up immediately. 
brushes off and goes, well, I don't want her to see me like this. And just gets out <laughs> and gets kicks all the way back to the place you're staying. Uh, see, David, this is the best deal I could have ever made. No way will it backfire. You've got a sober cap in your own head. He's got a built-in sober cap. And all it needs is your soul. That's yep. it. Don't, no big deal. Small price to pay. It won't come calling soon or anything. It's all right. When I become a lich, Kix dies and I'm a lich, so it's fine. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is anybody... Who's staying with Kix? I was in Kix's room. Uh, Luke, Luke and was... Yeah, we were sharing a room. It'd be Lucan, okay. Then Kix would be back at the place before Lucan... Then there's cum all over Lucan. <laughs> Lucan walks in naked, Just covered in... Absol- an absolute mess. <laughs> well, then, at, let's say this. Then as Lucan, as you walk in, you get a glimpse of Kix crafting something that you don't recognize. You don't know what it is. A small crystal object, and he's like zapping magical energy into it. Uh, Kix, I see you. I see you made it home safely. I'm glad to see that. How are you doing? Oh, um, good. Yeah, good. Perception check with some negatives to notice that that's not Kix? Yes. Okay. I get a. I'm making my phylactery right now, ain't I? 24? <laughs> Yeah, that's what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> it's just kicks is crafting something. You're not sure. I, I squinted. I was like, "Wait, are you the other?" I don't know. Just... Go to bed. Anyway, let let us see. All right. Um, I'm gonna take a bath first. Yeah, please. <laughs> you're covered in cum. <laughs> I know. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> but no, it's a little sticky. I'd like to. I'd like to take a bath. I'm going to try not to drown in it. Can I even drown? I don't know. I have not experienced this since I've been a vampire. I uh, will see. Anyway. I'll check on you in 45 minutes. That's probably fine. Okay. See you good, later, darling. Good night, Lucan. Oh. This guy's like, why did I pick the most fucked up group to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I just had to take this guy's body. Well, it's it's pretty it's pretty easy to get uh, to get by with secretly crafting a phylactery when, uh, <laughs> when your roommate just stumbling home from an orgy at six in the morning. So you've rubbed some elbows with a couple of blood lords, and uh, what you do next is entirely up to you. You know, the public lecture that Nathnelma is giving is in a day or two. So we can either get to that, or you can choose to do something else. That's right, Nethnelma. Nethnelma. And we're going to bust into her class like a group of troubled teens, and she's going to Antonio Banderas us. <laughs> or Denzel Washington. Whatever whatever movie like that you want to pretend it is. Uh, and then we're going to have a dance-off and show what we really learned. Dance-off. This is how we connect with the youth. Maybe it's a football game. I'm not sure. <laughs> As far as you know, Nathnelma does not know who you are and that, or that you're here. I certainly don't have anything to do for the next however many days. I'm ready to jump ahead to Nathnelma's class. What is it a class about, by the way? Nathnelma's class 
The lecture has a formal title. Let me pull that up. Creating Unusual Undead by Visiting Professor Nathnelma. Second floor. I would love to learn about that. Second floor observation gallery is the location. I might do some preliminary research so I can be a uh, teacher's pet. Try to have all the answers. Okay. So you're going to be doing research on the uh, create undead, like the ritual create undead? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we'll be doing some of that in between all of the, uh, you know, the fucking and partying. Yeah. Oh, do you want me to teach you the ritual? I have a skeletal create undead ritual. Ooh, that'd be fun. I don't know. I don't think I can learn any more spells, but I can like... It's a ritual. It's it's not considered a spell. Ooh, how long does that take for me to learn that from you? The time it takes to cast a spell, I think. Yeah, it's only like a level. It's only like a level two. Looks like it's just a narrative thing. Like, there's no actual rules for learning a ritual. Just DM discretion, I guess. You have enough time to do that. Hell, you have enough time to say that you had done it already. That being said, is anyone else going to do any preliminary work or researching, gathering information on Nathnelma before you go to the lecture? Didn't we try that again already? Yeah, and, like failed. failed miserably. Yeah, that's right, you did. I'm giving you another opportunity. I will take that opportunity if you think I can kind of take some time and redo it. We got extra time right now. Glean Lots some of downtime. I'll make a diplomacy check. Can you aid me, Kix? I will. I, I or I get, are you aid? Uh, nope, I can't aid. In diplomacy? I do not. Yeah, diplomacy. Diplomize. I... You don't diplomize. Okay. Yeah, because you can't aid on anything, just anything. You have to, like, release, unleash your psyche to do that aid thing. Well, and that's, like, for, like, attack rolls and shit. I don't think I can do it for, like, interactions. I get a 25. Okay. Lucan, what you can discover about Nathnelma, either from uh, public records or asking maybe students on campus or what have you, you're able to determine that Nathnelma is a grave hag, which you knew already because Bloodlord Zithni told you. She specializes in necromancy and reanimation. Although that she is a visiting professor to the Twilight Castrum, she does have her own office. You also discover that the college houses visiting professors, so they have uh, housing that they give to them. You also find out that Nathnelma has been a visiting professor for the Twilight Castrum for going on six years. Going on, sorry, seven. Going on seven years. I'm not sure that counts as a visiting professor anymore after seven years. Yeah, true. It's all it's all politics. It's all just so they don't have to pay her full. Hey, underhanded labor practices exist even in fantasy worlds. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Particularly in Geb. They're not underhanded, they're undertaken. Hoo-hoo. That was a joke. Probably not a very good one, but... <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> no, was yeah, no one laughed. You, you can, you can no cut, you can cut that one out. Like <laughs> God damn it! There wasn't of a chuckle. He won't. He's going to leave it in, and he's going to insert canned laughter. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Actually, that, that'd probably be pretty good. I have canned laughter for all of you fuckers. I have literally, like, Ted big laugh, Ted medium laugh, Ted small laugh, like... Big laugh all, big laugh all minus Benzie, big laugh all of the, like, I, I have it all set up. Goodness. What do I do? 
Honestly, Spencer, you normally tell the jokes that nobody hears in the moment, so nobody reacts to them, but then I hear them when I'm editing, and then that's the reason I have to add in the canned laughter. But also, I've got tracks of your laughter, and then all of us laughing together, yeah. I'd like to hear that I haven't laughed in a while. Aww. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, well, you just laughed there. I'll uh, there I'll go. can that and play it for you. Oh, when you feel sad. <laughs> Canada's Spencer's sad laugh. <laughs> Spencer's sad laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that's the information you discover when uh, gathering information on Nathnelma prior to the class. All right. I bring a fucking apple. <laughs> I bring some tomatoes. I like that. In case we need to boo her and throw some tomatoes. <laughs> oh, oh! I thought we were just gonna like each put a, a red thing on her desk and his reflect our own thoughts or whatever. No, no. In case she makes a bad pun, we're just we're just throwing. To- <sighs> Have you been to college? <laughs> Professors love puns. I'm just gonna say now I gotta work in a bad pun. My father is a professor. Where do you think I come from? Should I fast forward to the lecture? Anything yeah. else that's happening? Fast forward to we the lecture. We go to class. I put an apple on the desk. We stick out like a goddamn sore thumb. <laughs> Do we like sit in different areas of the class so we don't make it look like we're together? It's up to you guys. Yes. Yes. I, I dictate that we sit apart from each other so it doesn't look like we're a group. So before you make a ton of, of uh, assumptions about the space... It is an observation gallery. So she is... It it is big. It is big. Uh, She would be on the gallery floor, and the students would be up in the observation gallery. The Twilight Castrum itself is an old fortress, and there's multiple towers and an imposing gatehouse, and there's students of all ages that mingle in a large central courtyard, while staff and occasional faculty stride purposefully through adjacent corridors. A large double door stands open in the courtyard with a chalk sign standing next to it, Creating Unusual Undead by Visiting Professor Nathnelma, Second Floor Observation Gallery. As you approach, two students, who are obviously late, hurry up a broad staircase to the second floor. You would enter in just behind them. So you're all the way at the top, looking down at all of the students that are basically already seated, have their notebooks open, and you see students of all kinds. You know, living humans, skeletons, intelligent zombies, all manner of peoples here. Down on the gallery floor is who can only be Nathnelma. And I'm going to show a picture to the players here. Yeah, I had professors that looked like that. Mm-hmm. She might have been hot at one point. Yeah, exactly. Hot at one point, now old and faking a smile and frizzy white hair and a bunch of scars. Those scars? They're scars, right? They're literally thread. There are rips in her skin that are being held together by thread. Yes. Okay, so she is a zombie then. No. She's a grave hag. That's right. She is living. She is technically living. Sort of. Probably living like like I'm living, like Sharon's yeah. living. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Laying on a very large stone slab lies this 
monstrous undead creature with two heads and long tongues that wag out of them. And spiky tongues. Also, Cthulhu intestines coming out of their belly. Yes. Yeah. Just, yep. Their intestines are Cthulhu's head, and it's coming out of their belly. Because why wouldn't she have that sitting there? Of course. Like, it's missing skin on its upper torso, it looks like. It looks like it's just like the, like the, just a raw muscle. Yeah, the muscle mm-hmm. on the bone. Who's yeah. this guy? Is he sitting next to me in class? It's the unusual undead she's creating. He's laying down on a stone slab. Hey, the class is called Creating Unusual Undead, and that is unusual. Can I get a religion check? Lore zombie? Or a lore zombie, I would would take that here. Hell yeah. Fuck. 18. Well, I rolled twice tonight. I've gotten a four and a one, so... 24 accounting. Accounting, I don't think I With accounting, you're looking at this monster it's like, that definitely doesn't have enough pieces. It is in the red. Eye for numbers. It looks like it cost it looks like it would cost a lot to build that. <laughs> <laughs> it has precisely twenty digits. You have an eye for these things. No, you only estimate. Oh it's roughly it's approximately 20. roughly twenty digits. <laughs> <laughs> Lucan with an 18 on a lore zombie check, you can reliably say that this is not, in fact, an Etten zombie. Are they still called Ettens? I would assume so. Why not? OGL! Yeah, I'm just not sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Etten. It is not an Etten zombie, but you're not sure what type of undead it is. You're not sure it is a zombie at all. It does have, like, the tongues of a ghoul. They're very long and spiny. Yes. It's almost like it's unusual. Yes. Indeed. So as you guys walk in, do you all sit in different sections of the observation gallery, or do you sit together? Well, we all walked in together, and, you, and well, are there spots separate or together? Both. All right, look, look let's, let's sit apart so it doesn't look as though we're all together. And I go find a seat. I do a perception check to find the best-looking person to sit next to. So we are sitting apart from each other? Yes. I, I suggest it. Whether you all choose to follow that suggestion or not is entirely up to you. I get a 28 to find a good-looking... Uh, can you call guys co-eds? Why not? Lucan finds the, the hottest person in the room. Well, other than myself, obviously. Sorry. The second hottest person in the room. Excellent. Thank you. I don't know. Shara's pretty hot. (laughs) True, but you're also really scary. Do we get, like, a picture of this room, or...? Not at all. They don't even give us that, huh? Yeah, I got nothing for you. When you enter and you sit down, she's already in, in beginning the lecture. Please have your textbooks open to the base create undead ritual. We must observe the basics... Before we deviate from them. And she starts going on about how the Create Undead ritual is a very flexible ritual, uh, but requires, you know, a certain amount of creativity and input from the necromancer. And it's not something that you can just half-ass either. No, not at all. You must follow the precise steps 
Now, when you deviate, you must make sure that you keep equivalency. She continues on. It's all about equal exchange, Ed. It's all about equal exchange. <laughs> or Al or whatever. Shara tries to stay awake. Does Arius even like understand how to open a book and have it facing the right way? Um, no. <laughs> Maybe. Negative one ints plus three whiz. Like, do you fighter types come in there with your weapons? Yeah. Is anybody else in here carrying weapons? Nope. Yeah. That's going to be suspicious. But we're not sitting by each other, so it's okay. My sword, my sword is like my di- my divine object. My sword is my bond. It's called. <laughs> I don't remember what the fuck it's called. It's your focus. Yeah. Without your focus, you're kind of fucked. This is my focus. This is my sword. <laughs> this one's for fighting. This one's for the Lord. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. I hated it as soon as I said it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a moment where, uh, you know, she pauses for some questions, uh, and a, a middle-aged human uh, raises his hand. Excuse me, Professor. Nathnoma pauses. Yes, Mr. Dilka, is it? The man nods. Yes, ma'am. Uh, you're a test subject. Sulvik. Yes, Sulvik, of course. Sulvik has two heads. Normally, the black onyx used in this ritual is placed under the subject's tongue. So, do we break it in half and put one piece under each tongue? Or do we just pick one and hope for the best? The onyx is what instills the subject with positive feelings towards its creator. I recommend you place an entire onyx under each tongue, Mr. Dilke, unless you want Solvik to eat your face, which I think we can all agree would constitute a failing grade. There's some polite laughter. Even I knew that. <laughs> Before Nathnoma asks, does anyone else have a question? She l- pans her head across the uh, the students that are there. Then we can go on. Now, throughout the class, you have a couple of opportunities to ask questions about what's happening. You can do so, or you can simply observe. Kix is not interested in this necrophilia shit. I am interested. I mean, I, 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 I observe, like, intently. I pay attention. I take notes. Luke and you learn enough that you'll be able to, when you learn a Create Undead Ritual from Shara, you'll be able to choose your own variation. Okay. You do discover that the creature on the table is actually a morgue. Ah. But it's a special morgue with no, two came, heads. No, it came from a morgue. <laughs> is that, that That's how you pronounce that, right? I think it's M-O-H-R-G. I so. Yeah, I think so. But the... The morgue is unusual because it has the two heads. As she concludes the lecture, she says, I thank you all for coming and for meeting Sulvik. And the big the big one stands up and uh, one of the heads is just kind of lolling off to the side. He's got a bald pate and long gray black hair. And the one with its tongue hanging out. 
and waves. Well, the other one seems to be just totally not paying attention. If she asks for, like, final questions, I'm going to have one. Yeah, she will. Are there any more questions before the lecture comes to an end? Oh, raise my hand. Yes. I don't believe I've ever seen you in any of my classes before. Yes, hello. My name is Hukan Lalo. Uh, thank you for your wonderful class. My question would be, it is clear to see the benefits of the unusual undead creation. What might be some of its weaknesses, if there are any? Okay. I'm going to have you roll, your pick, an arcana, occultism, or religion check. Oh, let's go. What am I best at? Arcana, I'm best at. That's deception check. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or deception. Deception? No, no. One, no. Trying to trick her into telling. Trying to trick her into telling us the. Uh, yeah, how to kill it. How <laughs> That's to kill what it. I'm doing. <laughs> I know, I know, but you have to do the the thing first. Do the thing all first. All right, all right. I get a twenty-two. Okay. She says, uh, just very, you know, briefly to you. Uh, it depends on the undead that you're creating, Hogan. Next question. And she just com- immediately moves on. Fiddlesticks. I'm good. I'm good. Anyone else want to ask a question before the end of the lecture? Kix is falling asleep. <laughs> Kix is snoring. Arius is like sharpening his sword. Shara is like has her like fucking Bible to Ergothoa on top of the fucking class workbook. That's where we're at right now. Uh, now I want to like breakfast club the party. I can't. Not, not now. I don't have time for that. I, I, like, I, I want to, but I just don't know what to ask. Like, I, it would be along the same lines as what Lucan asked. And just be like... So in order to phrase your question in a way to make you seem smart enough to engage with is what those checks are for. I see. Oh... So, if you want to ask a question, phrase it in, you know, you you obviously, Swanee doesn't know, but Sheramite, right? You're familiar with the Create Undead Ritual. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, you can just ask something about it and phrase it, you know, or your character can phrase it after a check. And Shara probably would have started getting more interested about, like, ways to tweak the Create Undead that she already knows, so she can do more than just skeletons. Yeah. You can have a religion check. I'm going to probably roll like shit. I'll basically the same thing Luke and got. I got 21. Yeah. Yeah. And she will answer your question efficiently, professionally and move on. Shara, you're able to garner enough information uh, that you can choose an undead of your, an undead of your choice at fifth level or lower, but you can have it be an uncommon or a rare undead of fifth level or lower. For create undead? Yes. So, as the lecture comes to an end, she thanks everybody for coming, and the students start standing up and packing, you know, their books and their notebooks and their pencils and what have you into their bags. Uh, some of them are talking to one another as Nethnelma goes out a gallery back door and Solvik ducks and squeezes through the door behind her. A student comes up to Arius. The student is a... Of what would you, you would think to be a Huska zombie, one of the dried out zombies. She comes up to you and she has her books 
clutched to her chest and she looks down and she looks up at you and she looks down again and she says, Is, is your name Arius? Yes. She turns and you can see that behind her, there's some friends that are standing there, but they're not like, you know, you know, tittering girl friends. They're some nerds. And uh, one of them is a skeleton who has uh, a, a floppy wizard hat on, just obviously overdressing the part, and all of the clothes are just a little too big. And then uh, you've got the ghoul that, instead of with a neck beard, it's just the jaws ripped off instead, but it just ripped off the neck portion of his face. Otherwise, it all hangs down. <laughs> Anyways. She nods her head at them, and they look at each other and they go, oh, and they scurry up to you. Did you carve the blood into your skull yourself? Or or did you just, like, wake up that way? Or are you a herald of Zuriel? I'm too high for this right now. <laughs> Is Arius a herald of Zuriel? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. That, that means you're like Iomaday, kind of for uh, Aradin. I mean, like heralds is an actual thing rules-wise, though, isn't it? Yes, herald is no. an actual thing. Or, or, or maybe you mean the um, avatar. The avatar. Yeah, they've got, like, shit about him in Gods and Magic. One of the, uh, the bookish types turns and looks at one of the... Uh, human, uh, living, I should say, one of the, the quick that's leaving the, cr- the classroom. You better watch out. Arius is gonna kill you if you get too close. He hates the quick. Why, why are there legends about Arius in this town? With- yeah. This is really throwing me off. Isn't... Where, where you you were preaching right in the streets earlier. <laughs> oh, is this that same town? Had an epic night of intimidating everybody you saw. For an entire night. Oh, that's true. That's true. We're still there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like we went to like five different high-profile places, and you literally intimidated everyone. I gotta think about how how Arius would play this. So like, I think he would actually consider himself a herald of Zeriel. Uh, I love I, that. I, I, Please do. This is fantastic. I, I think he would. Um, I just don't know how he would actually like respond. I mean, he would probably just start ranting about Zeriel. Have you heard about Zeriel? <laughs> I am the Dread Pirate Roberts. There will be no survivors. He doesn't care about anything else. He doesn't want to talk about anything else. He's just going to talk about Zeriel to these people. And they're all, all three of them are just enraptured by Arius's just quick off-the-cuff sermon. There are a couple of teacher's assistants in, like, what you've noticed to be the faculty robes of the Twilight Castrum, taking and and bringing some what look to be maybe security guards, pointing at Arius, and then speaking in hushed tones to the security guard, who looks nervous, to say the least. Do I see them? I think you're probably too caught up in your sermon, but one of your party mates might see Yes, I do want to make a perception around if I see if I notice this whole ordeal happening. Well, I mean, you're certainly like here, like Arius, you're just like took five minutes. We're all leaving, but Arius has to take some time to preach to the kids, right? Lucan with the 24, you absolutely notice this. I'm still sleeping. Kix is still sleeping. Kix is asleep. <laughs> Plus, sucks. Passed out. 
At some point, Kicks like woke up and heard Arya's ranting about Zerio, and he's like, "Oh, not again!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes back to sleep. Fucking this will be a while. <laughs> do you do anything with that information, David? Uh, I try. If anybody, I I, I get Shara's attention. I go over and kick Kicks a little bit. Just be like, "There's things happening. Just be ready in case anything needs to be done." Yeah, Shara will kind of start edging towards Arius. Yeah, just like act like we're talking like just after class, students talking but also like, let's just keep an eye on things. How bad could it get? The teacher's assistant starts walking down the gallery aisle to go to where Arius is speaking. The security guard goes out the door with a spring in his step. Not in a happy way, but in a quick way. Shara is gonna cut off the teacher's sentences before she can get to Arya's. Can, can I help you with something? Visitors for the open lecture, I'm assuming. Yes. Well, yes, it was an open lecture, so we came. It certainly was. The lecture is now over, and we need this space for students. Another class will be starting shortly, and we can't be having religious sermons take place in the gallery while the janitorial staff is waiting to clean. I wouldn't really call it a religious sermon. It's, you know, they're asking they're asking him. He's just talking. I I mean, at, at that point, I just can imagine Arius is just in the middle of a swelling like great sword in the air, <laughs> death to all mortals, you know? <laughs> See, I'm sure they asked if he wanted death to all mortals. Quite. It doesn't change the fact that we need this space and it needs to be cleared out. Would you? Is, is, is he your friend? I don't know if I've known him long enough to call him a friend, but he's an acquaintance. A friend is a strong word. Could, could you take your acquaintance and vacate the facility, please? I mean, when he's done. I'm not going to interrupt that. <laughs> As I'm swinging the sword around. <laughs> like, you fucking um, crazy? I ain't going in there. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get close to him either. You, skeleton, quit waving your greatsword around. You're going to cut one of the students. You want me to wave my greatsword around? No, stop waving your greatsword around. No, I think she said cut one of the students. No, don't cut one of the students. <laughs> Which one do you want cut? If anyone gets cut, I can stitch them up. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> is it is it no neck over here? Just learned a new way to uh, create undead, so... <laughs> oh, my God. She, Unusual undead. Like, she's... From, from all angles, just her stress levels are visibly increasing, and her hands go to her temple. She's a quick... I... I may need more security guards if we don't cut this... To an end, I I don't want to have to call more security guards. Would you please just leave? The more the merrier. And she storms off. All right, Arius, all right. You've had your fun. You've had your fun. Let's go now before we get... We've had our fun. (laughs) True. Before we get too much attention drawn to us. Okay. Arius looks a little dejected. I know, I know. Don't worry. But see how enamored they were with you. You can go do this somewhere else, and they'll come to you. Like flocks. You are their shepherd. Their strange, cruel, insane shepherd. Thank you. 
You're welcome. Uh, we got an hour in since actual play. I'm going to give the Herald to Zeriel a hero point. Nice. Well, you make your way off of out of the lecture hall, out of the uh, the gallery, and you make your way out of campus of the campus grounds before getting accosted by security or any of the teachers' aides or any of the faculty members. So you've met Nethnelma, sort of. We spoke at her. That's true. I can't say it told us a whole lot other than she's got quite the bodyguard. You made it out. You didn't draw attention to yourselves. I mean, aside for at the end a little bit, but... I'm very attention-getting. We didn't draw attention to ourselves. It's not like you gave anybody any information or anything like that. Except for Arius is kind of... Info on Zeriel. <sighs> yeah, obviously. Obviously. The class within a class. It's like Shakespeare. <laughs> okay. So we went to the class. What are we going to do with this information now? Now do, do we just go kill her? Uh, I mean, that seems a little rash. She hasn't done anything wrong. <laughs> we need to find out more about what, what she's doing and why. I don't... True. She didn't give us a whole... I mean, is this some sort of plot to create a mass amount of unusual Massive undead or something? unusual undead? Hmm. We should try and steal her notes or, like, gain her confidence and ask questions, try and get her to start talking about it somehow. Does she have an office? You found this information out earlier. Despite being a visiting professor, she does have offices that's right, that's right. on the ground. She does have offices. She's also being housed by the university. Now those things start to make sense why they're relevant. <laughs> hey, if we can find her books, I can read shit at a very high level. Yeah, that's kind of my thought. Find her books, her notes... Who's got the best checks for, like, arcane and religion and occult and stuff? That's gotta be... Arcane and occult is me. Yeah, I got religion, I think. I've got an 11 religion. I got 12 religion. And I get a plus two for... Whenever I attempt to decipher writing, I get a plus two. It's primarily numerical or mathematical, so I guess I don't know what we're looking at. It's probably not that... But science is mathematical, so fuck you. I get a plus two. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of a scheme. I need a scheme. We need a scheme. How can you use Arius's celebrity? I just love that I'm actually like a celebrity. Like people know me here. Maybe I should stick around for a little bit. <laughs> Keep preaching on the streets. I got some sway here now. Preacher on the streets. Should we try and draw her out of her office or try and sneak into the office somehow? Maybe we have to wait for her next class and then try to sneak into her office? Sneak. We don't have people that sneak. By, by sneak, we just walk in. And yeah, basically. That we're not Create a distraction in. while I run in. Yeah, but I don't know how we are at like deception and shit either. Like, um, We're pretty good at deception. Pretty good at deception. Are we? I'm not. I am. I'm good at intimidating people. I'm good at 13. I think... I think David's got 14. even higher than that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys fail to deceive people, I can just threaten to kill them. I like that. That's a good backup plan. It's always a good backup I plan. I think it would be worthwhile to try and observe to see if she has, like, an assistant. Or maybe even a couple of, like, teacher's assistants. And you then, to kill them? Well, I mean, maybe eventually. But, like, manipulate them <laughs> into, like, getting us into her office. 
So it doesn't seem strange, you know, we'd just be with them, be with one of them. And anybody you saw would be like, oh, that's just her assistant. And do that when while she we know she's not there. Like when she goes home for the evening. I'm cool with whatever. Whatever you decide, I'll I'll figure something out on my end. Okay. So I'm gonna I think I'll do that. I'll like try and observe to see if I can see if she has any assistance. I might just like post up outside her office, act like I'm studying, and just observe. And then if I have somebody to work with, I'll track them down. And yeah, if I can't deceive them into it, Arius can threaten them. Sounds like a win-win to me. All right, Tyler, we have a plan. You've made a you've made a plan. We've made a scheme. We're scheming. You've schemed. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going to pick up some books that, uh, if I don't already have them, I probably already have them. I got them for the class or whatever. That look like study books, and I am going to post up somewhere where I have a view of Nethnelma's office. And what I'm looking for is somebody who I see her chatting to or comes and goes at her office who would appear to be like an assistant. I would assume she probably has like a teacher's assistant, maybe a couple teacher's assistants. Okay. I'm looking for them. And what we're going to do is after we determine who those people are, we are going to wait for Nethnelma to like go home for the evening And we are going to start by trying to deceive that teacher's assistant into, like, getting us into her office. Okay. And if that doesn't work, Arius is going to intimidate them into getting us into her office. Okay. Sounds like a plan. That's our plan. So then you do just that. Post up. Now, school occurs in Iled because of uh, the way that Iled works is that because it was much more of a military stronghold and capital. It, it kept daylight hours because that's when Nexians would attack. So their cycle is a little bit different. But in like like many places in Geb, there's something going on 24-7. Now that being said, class is held during the day. Then I post up somewhere not near a window with sun coming through it. Yes. No sun drinker, I'm assuming? No, not unless I need to go outside. It takes a you know maybe a couple of hours of observing. Um, you don't see her come and go frequently, but you do see this young ghoul that she is interacting with and is obviously given directions or orders to go run errands. Okay, so then you want to find that particular person. I want to find that particular person while also somehow keeping an eye. On when Nethnelma seems to leave for the day slash evening or whatever. Okay. So you see Nethnelma locking up her office at about 4 p.m. Okay, excellent. I will assume she is then leaving, and I will go find the, uh, try and track down this ghoul. Go ahead and give me a perception check. And is anybody helping you, or is this Lucan doing his own thing right now? Do you want me there? You could be there, whatever. Yeah, Shara can certainly be there. I was going to read books. Yeah, we're reading books. We're a study group, yo. Mm, I'll sit there awkwardly, sharpening my sword. <laughs> study group guard? Studies. We're a study group with... Uh, Arius is tagging along, but looks very uninterested with in everything. With a bodyguard, yes. We're study group with a job. Study group LARPers. Yeah, study group LARPers, that's it. There you go. You just feel like this is my bodyguard or something. Exactly. 
I get a 23 on my perception check. 23. As you are looking around for this fellow, uh, you do see him in the courtyard. And it looks like he is leaving for the day as well. He's got his uh, books in a shoulder bag. He's got uh, his coat on. And it looks like he's moving to leave the grounds. Is the sun still up? Uh, right now, yes. All right. Shedder, the sun's still up. This is on you, I'm afraid. <sighs> okay. And I will wait here. Sorry, you were doing this, so now I'm going to... What, what, what am I supposed to be saying? <laughs> I don't know. Make something up. Make something up. Be like, um, yeah, we would have shared ideas while we were sitting there. Uh, I was thinking of saying something like, uh, uh, there's, there's a monster loose in uh, something something. Particularly, this would work for you because you're all decked out in Urgothoa shit. And we know that Nethnelma has a has like notes about this thing and how to handle it, uh, but but we can't find her. She's not at our home. She's not at our office. We need you to get into our office and show us where her notes are, because we know you're her assistant. Okay. And if that doesn't work, our Arius has a big sword. So we're gonna go with one of the students tried to create an unusual undead based on her stuff and it's running loose interesting his name is Arius <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have a name Arius but that was more or less my, my backstory wasn't it <laughs> I, guess, true. I, don't, I don't know if create undead was correct but. so for this particular uh, bit we're going to be doing a deception here so go ahead and give me a deception check I apologize now because my rolls have not been good tonight. Ooh, 30. Nice. 17 on the die. So you moved to cut off this ghoul. And when I said young ghoul earlier, you can kind of tell the age of a ghoul dependent on how, like, rotting they smell, whether their flesh is all a single color or if it's, you know, wrinkled in some spots and not in others. But... So by young ghoul, do you mean they were recently turned into a ghoul, or they were a young person when before they became a ghoul? <laughs> they hit the jackpot both. 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 Okay. So this this particular ghoul is in their prime. And as you move to go uh, cut off the ghoul, uh, an eyebrow cocks, and he looks you up and down, and he uh, awkwardly adjusts the shoulder strap a little bit and says, "Can I? Can I? Can I help you? I don't know if you heard, but I think one of the students of uh, Nethnelma tried to create one of these unusual undead. We uh, we're trying to find we're trying to find her, or her notes, or something, so we know how to get rid of it. But we can't find her. Do you do you think she's in her office? Can we get in there? He puts his hand to his head. Oh, the, oh she just gave that lecture the other day. Oh, can you describe it to me? What's it look like? It's large, ugly. You know, like most undead. Uh, just most, right? Just most. Not you, of course. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you it was that Dilker idiot. Anyways, I, I yes, yes. I, 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 I we, we can go in and find the notes here. Let me. Let, follow me. Follow me. Follow me. And uh, he probably he, forgot the gem underneath the second head. Or is it the third? There's three. I think there's three heads. Three heads. No wonder. None of the students are skilled enough to pull off a creation of that sort. Idiot. And you get escorted to Nathanelma's office. 
We've established ourselves in the city of Eled, learned a little bit about summoning unusual undead, and Arius is maybe the herald of a god. Plus, our ruse seems to be working well. Surely something is bound to go tragically wrong at any moment. Find out next time as we continue Blood Lords. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.